0: Hey RDTBs, it's Dana, your host of Dietetics with Dana, and today I have a study tip episode for you. So a few episodes ago, I think it was 123, I touched on a little bit about tips for how to study while working full-time, and I got a lot of emails from you guys asking if we could do an episode expanding on that topic. And remember, the podcast is for you guys, so guests you want to hear, topics you want to hear. I'm all ears. Just email me at Dana J. Fryer, Nutrition at gmail.com. So you finished your internship. You haven't passed the exam yet, right? We're getting there. But now you have a full-time job and you're trying to study for the exam. And this can definitely make it difficult to study. You know, when you think about, you know, the typical full-time schedule, you are working 40 hours a week you know unless you're lucky the hospital's probably right not ne- not next to your house so maybe you're commuting some of you guys are commuting 20 minutes i've had some of you guys be commuting 90 minutes so there's a lot of time in the day that you're at work and when you finally make it home right then you're often tired maybe you want to do something else you know like go to the gym hang out with your family walk your dog veg out right so it's really really hard to find time to study when you're working full-time. Now this class is going to give you some tips on it and it's definitely not impossible, but you need to treat studying while you're working full-time very differently than when you were in school or especially if you've had a past exam attempt and maybe you weren't working as much and now you're working full-time. You really need to think about it differently. And some of you guys are actually going to find, and it's funny, but some of you guys are actually going to find that when you have a limited schedule, you are going to be able to study better once you organize yourself, just because instead of having all day to study, now you just have, you know, an hour or two after work. So let's start out with thinking about your schedule. And I'm going to kind of walk you guys through how I work with my one-on-one students who are working full-time when we're making a schedule. So first off, you want to kind of think about your week, right? And think about, well, when are you working? You know, what are your regular shifts? Then within that, also think of your commuting time. You know, how are you commuting? How long is it? And then, you know, thinking about, well, when are you going to get home? You know, and what time will you be ready to study? And kind of think about that in general then what you want to be thinking of is especially for those of you guys who are commuting which is the majority of you guys where you live in the US where you need a car i always feel like i'm the exception i walk everywhere in boston but especially if you're commuting whether you know you're walking you're in the car think of that as usable time and during the commute great things to be doing are listening to this podcast or if you guys are doing any of the recorded courses Do not watch the videos while you're driving, but you can listen to the audio of the videos when you're driving. But using that commute time can really, really help expand how much study time you have. And you should think of this as more passive studying because this isn't the time, you know, you're not going to learn the Krebs cycle in the car listening to the podcast, right? But if you are doing a second pass of the Krebs cycle listening to the podcast in the car, it's going to help it to stick a little bit more. So look at that commute and really kind of think about, well, what, you know, usable time do you have? And it doesn't need to be both ways, right? But is there a 30-minute section of your commute where you can listen to one of the practice question episodes? Remember, by this point, we have almost 130 episodes. There's a lot of episodes. So especially if you just start listening, go back and listen to them. They're really, really helpful. So, that's one thing you can be doing in the commute. Also, on your commute, too, this is a great time to work on explaining things out loud. You know, if you've taken any of my classes that are on vocab, you know that I always say with vocab, if you can explain it out loud to someone, you know, like pretend you're explaining to your friend, your mom, your cousin, like if you can explain it out loud to someone, you know, giving me like one, two minutes of explanation. You understand it. And that means you have the well of knowledge to kind of dip in and grab when you're getting a question. And you're like, okay, vitamin A. Okay, what do I know about vitamin A? Well, what would you tell someone who asked you, hey, like, why is vitamin A important? Right. And you're like, oh, you know, vitamin A is really important. It's important for vision, wound healing, it's an antioxidant, it is a fat soluble vitamin. So you do need to make sure you're eating enough fat in your diet. Also, it has carotenoids and beta carotene in it, so it tends to be in those orange and yellow vitamins. Uh, what would a sign of deficiency be? Oh, you could have those bigot spots in your eyes or poor vision, poor wound healing. And that's kind of what you can be doing in the car and your commute too. and just kind of pick some topics and run, and run through them. Personally, when I was studying for the exam, I liked to audio record myself doing those and I would almost pretend like I had a lecture and then I could listen back. Um, but you guys know, obviously, as I had a, have a podcast, I love to audio record myself, but try it. So those are two different ways you can utilize your commute. Then think about work. So every single job is different. And I am not saying to not do your job, you know, you need to do your job, but realistically think about your job and think about if there's any pockets to study. For example, when I was a diet tech, I covered two floors and I had 30 patients on each floors and I would do like one pass in the morning you know, of all the patients and then I had a little break so I could study during that break while I waited to do the second pass. So depending on your job, you may or may not have kind of breaks where you can study a little bit. And remember, if you're studying in pockets at work, Again, this should be more of a passive study time unless your job's super, super slow and you can really study. And again, think about your individual jobs, right? Some of you guys are working as dietitians. Some of you guys are working front desk at a gym. Some of you guys are doing variety like a variety of other things. I can't think of other jobs right now. Um, but again, personal assessment of if you can study on the job doesn't mean don't do your job. Doesn't mean you need to let your boss know. Um, but think about where those pockets are. And that is a great time, too, to do some passive things, like easy things, things you have on your phone. For example, pocket prep on your phone. See what see what you can get to. Also, this could be a great time to review your notes from class. Look at a study guide. Something that, again, is kind of going to be a second pass for you, too, and kind of see where that pocket is. Also, if some of you guys have a really great and supportive boss, talk with them and say, you know, I'm really, you know, I really love my job here. Thank you for hiring me as RD eligible. You know, but I'm really studying, I'm really struggling with having time to study for the exam. You know, is there any way I could, you know, change anything about my workflow so I could have some downtime to study? They might surprise you, right? And you guys know your bosses best. If you have a boss who's gonna hate this idea and then question you, don't do it. All right. But if you have a boss, right, who's, you know, maybe kind of more invested in you, you might see what they do, right? Maybe there's another person office that can help quiz you. Just ask. Because what that is doing is it's opening up more time for you to study. So we talked commute. We talked when you're at work. Then also think about, okay, when you get home, when are you actually going to be able to start studying, right? So my students always tell me, they're like, okay, I get home at 4.30. I'll start at four 4.30. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, do you want to have a snack? Do you want to breathe for a second? Do you want to go to the gym? So when you're thinking about that study time, when you get home, think about, well, when are you actually going to be like ready to go and study? What are other things you want to do? Because a lot of the time I see my students who are working full-time get really, really stressed because they're giving up the gym. They're giving up seeing friends. They're giving up, you know, relaxing. They're giving up watching TV. So think about, okay, you know, and you can't, you know, just veg out after work, you know, every single day when you're studying for the exam. But think about well, okay, if I get home, when would actually be realistic that I could start studying? And that's the time that you're going to start. Then my next question to you is, okay, if you sit down, let's just say you said five o'clock is when I'm ready to. I say, okay, great. When you sit down at five o'clock, how long are you going before you're kind of like reaching for your phone, ready to kind of get out of your seat? And that's going to be your first study block. Then your question to yourself is, could I do another one? For some of you guys, it's going to be yes. Some of you guys, it's going to be no. So kind of thinking about what would that after time work? Some of you guys, depending on your schedule, you might want to study before work. Make sure this is realistic for you. Being like, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. is Always sounds great on paper, but have you done this before? Did it work before? Are you a morning person? So it, this could also apply for before before work. Also, when you're thinking about your study schedule too, especially for that after work study time, look at your week and think about, are there any days that are particularly busy at work that you tend to be just burnt out? So for example, maybe you work in a hospital. So you know Monday tends to be a long day. You're working from those consults over the weekend, those new admissions. So If you're going to come home after work and be kind of brain dead and not have quality studying, again, that might be a great day to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to take this day off or I'm going to do some passive study. And again, that could be, you know, a weekend. It could be a weekday. But I like my students to have at least one full day off from studying too. It gives you a little bit of a buffer room. It also gives you a space to breathe. And especially for those who are working full time, it's important because, Every day after work, are you want to? Are you going to want to come home and study? No. So you need to be realistic. Also, think about what would help you to have that structured study time. This is why a lot of my students who are doing the self-paced signature course, which is my encompassing program, it allows you to have access to all my videos. They like to do this because they have structure of well, what video am I watching each day? So you're not kind of coming home being like. Well, I'm going to study vitamins and minerals. Am I going to look at Inman? Am I going to look at Pocket Prep? The signature course students, and remember, all all these courses you can also buy individually too, but particularly for the signature course where you get everything, they're able to say, okay, I'm going to watch the vitamins and minerals video for review. I'm going to look at the study guides. Then I'm going to do the practice question class for it. And it just gives you some more, it gives you some more structure. You can also, too, if you know you want to do some live tutoring, you could always say, you know what, Wednesday's a busy day for me at work, but my plan is I'm always going to join the small group Wednesday night group tutoring classes at 8 p.m. Eastern time because that's going to give you some more structure into your schedule. So with this, you want to kind of be thinking about, you've now kind of mapped out where are you going to study. Think about how you can utilize your commute. Think about how you can utilize your time at work. And also pick the days on your schedule that is most realistic for you to study. I want quality over quantity. A lot of my students who come to work with me for the first time after a failed attempt, they're telling me all the time how burnt out they were. They started a new job. It was too much. So you want to be really realistic. And once you kind of get that first schedule set up, see how it goes for Was it realistic for you to study for two hours after work? Yes or no? Because as you kind of map out, well, where should I take my exam? You need to be able to say, in the time that I have to study, am I going to get through the material in this time? Because everyone is going to take a different pace. You who are working full time are going to take longer than someone who's not working full time, right? Those people can plow through a lot of material you're gonna go a little bit slower and you wanna go at the pace for you. You don't wanna be rushing to take this exam. You don't wanna be taking it sooner than you need to. And another thing too I'll mention on here about if you are working in a dietitian job, remember you can do the 45 day waiver. You do not need to wait. So a lot of my students, say, get a new job, it's very stressful, they fail, they come to me to work together and I always love to remind them you can do the 45-day waiver if you are working in a dietitian role or if you have a job offer too. So lots of different ways you can become a dietitian, but doing the waiver can definitely help speed things up a little bit. So I hope this was helpful in thinking about how to study full-time If you want to be doing a session to make yourself a customized schedule for being in a program, those are always available for my Signature Core students. And think about too, think about adding on some recorded classes, some group tutoring. That can just help to mix it up a little bit too. I'm always happy to chat with you guys about what programs I think are best because remember, the most important thing to me is that my students are in the right program for you right? Everyone is different. Some people need one-on-one with signature. Some people just need signature. Some people just need some one-on-one. Some people just need some recording, right? Some people just need a pep talk. So whatever it is you need, I'm always happy to work with you guys in one-on-one sessions or see you in the recorded classes um, or see you in a class on Wednesday night. And be sure to to check out my website. I'll link everything below, J F Nutrition.com. So you can check out all the different tutoring programs that I have. Because remember, the best course is the one that fits your schedule, your learning style, and your budget. So I hope this video well, not this is not a video, this podcast episode was helpful for you guys. And I'll see you around on the Facebook page, Instagram, and in your sessions.